Hey everybody, it's Katie and you're listening to How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. I thought we would never talk again. Ugh! My kids were home all summer. Then I had the oldest child home from college uh, for like a month. And then my husband had facial surgery, which was horrible and super gross. Um, but all that is done now, he is out. Actually, it's worse than that because he's retired now and we're home together all day, just the two of us. Oh, no. Pray for us. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so far, so good. Anyways, it has been very hard for me to find a moment to be alone. I am alone now. So uh, I am so excited to um, talk about today's theme Summer of Independence. Do it yourself. So, <clears throat> today's theme is independence. Long story short, my kid is in a class that is Spanish immersion. So it's like 90% Spanish, 10% English. And we had to go to this meeting and they were all talking about what kind of kids do best in this environment. And on the list, like, there's, like, the one side is, like, kids that wouldn't do well. And then on the other side is kids that would do well. And, like, kids that would do well are independent thinkers and take correction easily. And, like, all of these great things. Yay, Magnus. Yay, you can do it. On the other side were things that, like, held kids back from kind of learning this new language and I had to sit there and read it to myself, and I wish that I could remember one-for-one uh, one what they were, but they just kept making me feel like, oh, shit. Like, number one, I couldn't be in this class. Like, I don't possess the independent working ability. I don't possess the good positive attitude towards mistakes. <laughs> like, all of this stuff, I'm like, wow. I would, be real, I would have a hard time in this class. So then I started thinking about my first baby and how hard he would have in that class because of independence and most of it literally all of it was surrounded on like independence itself and the idea of being an independent self-working human being right with a positive attitude <laughs> and it's oh where the fuck do you find one of those okay but i think i have an answer for real and i want to tell you and i want to share you because i'm really uh, share it with you look at me i'm so excited I can't even speak clearly. <laughs> okay, so all of this happened in this meeting for the Spanish class at the beginning of summer before they let out for school, then they let out for school. So I made up a little song to remind myself and kind of remind the kids that I need to be teaching independence, that my children are not independent. They're not, like, when Magnus gets finished with a snack he just hands it over to me and lately he's not even been using words he's been saying like rudely like here's my plate like bitch how come you didn't notice and we've had to like constantly redirect and constantly be like oh heck no sir but it can get like that and it can get like that very quickly so and he he's also the baby of five so he's used to constantly getting stuff um without question if you won't give it to him someone else will so we had to really really cracked down on it um and this spanish meeting reminded me of that so summer of independence do it yourself was how they got 
an answer from me every time I didn't feel like doing something for them. So this is how I kind of made it work for me. I don't know if you can hear my stomach growling. Sorry, I should have had a snack first. Um, sometimes they screamed in my face when I did that. Magnus, I mean, he's the only one young enough. But, like, the older one would roll their eyes and, like, huff and puff. Or nobody really likes it. But I don't care. <laughs> so it's it's a reminder that sometimes you have to persevere through the discomfort in order to feel the satisfaction of being successful. Like you can't just be successful and have all of the success and all of the wonderful things because as we all know, that ruins humans. It like time and time again, like you have to do it yourself. Summer of independence, do it yourself. So I said that to Magnus all the time when he was trying to put his underwear on and squealing or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes he screamed in my face. Fine, 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 fine. So, this is the theme. Now, <clears throat> the theme of giving them independence naturally reminds you that you have none. <laughs> and, that you, and that you're trapped, right? That you don't have independence and do you exude independence in your everyday life do you stand by the choices that you make um and so we're going to kind of derail a couple of times for some little bullet points and then come right back to independence because i really feel like it's all connected to supporting our children in growing themselves rather than growing into what we want them to be like grow yourself what do you like so an example of us not doing this which is Stay with me. It's adjacent. Um, is my friend calls me and we're talking and we're talking about, you know, mom because it's hard as fuck. And um, she starts telling me that she had considered getting a part time job. And I was like, yes, yes, do it, do it, do it. The second you decide, I don't care if you're male, female, or a gorilla from the zoo, or a fucking whale, I don't care. Um, if you decide to stay at home and be the caretaker of the home and the children, you immediately lose your identity. The second you decide to stay home, it's gone. You're you're nothing anymore. And not I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. And I I'm I don't even know if it's a bad thing necessarily, but it is a bad thing to let it get out of hand. So to be a good caregiver, you do have to give up a part of yourself. You do have to be present constantly and you do have to be available to their needs. Yes. That's why it's fucking hard and exhausting. That's all part of it. But then we give so much that now you're no longer a human being at all. You're just a complete empty shell. You're overtired. You have nothing to give. And then what comes out is disgusting, short, nasty, vile, whatever. Because uh, enough's enough. I'm on your team. Because <laughs> enough is enough. So what my friend was concerned about now as all, every, every, all of us, leaving your children alone with someone else. And, like, the thought of it makes my stomach ill. And I don't trust anyone. Like, I don't trust anyone. <laughs> I, I'll be nice. I'm nice to everybody. But when it comes down to, like, children's safety or, like, inappropriate behavior or anything like that, I will turn on anybody. And you can believe that. So, um, I completely understand. And it is not something that, that I don't, that I don't get. And... 
Yeah, but but you have to. Um, and I'll keep coming back back around to why, but you have to. Um, and so the only example that I have is that the one that I kept home the longest with me because I thought I knew better than everyone else still has problems integrating into a social group and we're all gorillas and uh, or we're all apes we still need to like be part of this tribe be part of this group and he does not um want to be part of a tribe or a group he has trouble um which sometimes is kind of cool not gonna lie <laughs> but seriously it's to a detriment now um he doesn't want to take orders from um other authoritarian figures like it's just a little bit harder in everyday life for him to get through because he was coddled, followed around, and held for so long. Now, he's got also other benefits. I'm not trying to like down him, but I'm just trying to talk about this this subject in particular. And then this other child who I was able to let go of almost immediately because he was the baby and I knew that what he needed most was tribal love and he needed as many human beings to touch him as possible. <laughs> Giggity, not like that, you nasty fucks. <laughs> but um, in fact, that would be the way to get me to turn on you pretty fucking quickly. <laughs> but is you know they need to be held they need to be passed around they need to hear people laughing they need um all of these other things and so i was explaining to my friend that yeah you should you should you should never trust anyone ever ever anyone i don't give a fuck who they are I don't trust anyone with that matter always trust your kid always talk to your kid openly and be be open for that sort of discussion that's the only way to prevent creeps i guess um but ugh, i'm getting sidetracked <laughs> okay but yes the only way to prevent that is to discuss it with your kids openly so I do agree there is a point at which like you have this really hard time letting them be there because they can't communicate with you they can't talk and you really don't know what they're who they're with and what's going on and selfishly in that case I I would keep them home myself like yeah I mean the baby needs a lot of interaction though not just you like it's nice to go to the park and and not be so scared that they're going to die all the time and let other people talk to them. <laughs> but the, the, the possessiveness that overtakes your brain when you have a baby is so wild. And I don't want to discount it. Like, so when Hank went to kindergarten, I cried for like three days. And then when he went on his first field trip, I like thought about like seriously considered following the bus because like I knew they weren't going to be safe enough with my precious child. Like, <laughs> and he is a precious, lovely, beautiful thing, but like that's holding on a bit tight, Katie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, it was easy to let go of this other baby because I could see the mistakes. But when it's like that first baby and you love them so blindly, it's it's like I I it's paralyzing. So I don't want to minimalize it even a little bit because it's a paralyzing fear and it's very real. Um, but my my point and sad part is that you have to get over it. Like it's your problem, our problem, our problem collectively as a adults all of us have a hard time with it I've not seen like if you don't you're kind of a dick um, it's like it's hard it's hard to let them go and it's hard to allow someone else to influence them but 
here's what I, now back to my friend getting a job and what I told her. <clears throat> I was allowed to be alone all the time. My, both of my parents worked full time and I learned the most things and the most about my personality when they were not around. I became the best possible version of myself when they were not around. In this case, they're not the best influence, but um, I don't, I mean, you're still this massive, oh, we'll get back to it. I'm gonna trip over my words. But <clears throat> when your child, who is already an independent human being, goes out into the world, there's nothing you can do. And you have to get over it very quickly. Like the sooner, the better. Because they see this person and let's pretend they're watching. I don't, this is a really old reference. So I, have, I don't have any kids that are into like real people that are annoying yet. But they will be right now. Anyway, but like say they're watching like Hannah Montana or some shit, right? Like Hannah Montana. And you're watching it thinking, this little girl's a fucking brat. Or whatever. Your daughter might be totally watching it only because she likes the way the background of that house is set up. Like, you have no fucking idea what your kid is picking up. They are an individual. So, like, when I look back at things, I see my little self and what I thought was cool in that scenario was totally separate from what was going on. Even the individual themselves could be a total fucking loser. It doesn't matter. They were awesome. They liked this one thing. They introduced me to this one avenue, and that avenue is part of me. That avenue is where I saw it the first time. It really doesn't matter if they're shit people or not. I didn't pick up the shit part. <laughs> I mean, some of it, okay, but I wanted to be bad if we're being honest. <laughs> I was already gonna do it, okay? I was already gonna do it. Anyway, <clears throat> so, oops. Um, so, All you can do is be who you think is the best possible person, the kind of adult you want them to be. And by that, I mean like exhibiting, for example, do you want your daughter not to have any independence? And I'm only picking on girls right now. This, this is not a, it's, it's, it's a unisex problem. I'm not even hating on this. I'm just saying, do you want your child to have, when they grow up, what you have right now to be to have no no independence no personal life other than just enmeshed in their families and their children's lives because i think the answer is no it's not great and we don't even like our mother-in-laws that act like this or our aunties that act like this because they don't have their own fucking shit going on they need to get out of our business and so that's what we're going to inevitably become to our kids if we do not pay attention to our own identities and our own selves and in doing so, your daughter sees that it's acceptable to be a human being and a mother at the same time because you're doing it. It's acceptable to maintain these life things because you're doing it. Not because you told them to, not because you pointed it out during a show, not because you kept them from watching a show, but because you were the example that you wanted them to follow. And in this case... I really think part-time jobs are where it's at. Um, and I can't stress that enough. And if you don't want to have like something limited, don't, don't. I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to be somewhere every day at a certain time <laughs> ever again. So volunteer, 
right? So, like, I'm, like, really into the coastline. I'm really into being on the water all the time. But when left alone here at home, I go to the beach maybe once every, like, two months. That's my fault because I am home here by myself. I could put the laundry off. That's my fault. So, um, and I didn't, this is all, sorry, I'm getting, like, texted out the yin-yang right now. But if you're waiting for someone to tell you it's okay, I think it's better than okay. I think that, again, we're going to loop around but still be on this get a job, get an identity, focus on yourself thing and why it's so important for your child's independence. And, again, I told my friend, I know, she was like, I just want to, and she's, you know, talking about all the things she wants. And I was like, okay, well, I do know how they end up because very recently I got a little window into the college age future. Uh, and my son went to a local college here that's like world renowned and it's very impressive. And all of these kids are going to be the future of science, technology, medicine, you name it, right? Engineering, space, blah, blah, blah. And, He's like, follow the subreddit so you can be, like, up to date with what's going on with the school and stuff. Okay, great. Okay, great. He went there for half a year. Um, both of us, he and I, were blown away by the inability of those 20-somethings, you know, 19 to 20-something to 25, whatever, however old you are. I don't fucking know. Uh... Could not do things, could not effectively order food, could not get money out of their ATM accounts, didn't have their own ATM account numbers, that, like all of this other shit, like didn't know how to function as adults, didn't know what you needed for a house, didn't know whatever. And then he's seeing this on the ground, he's having to like teach kids and then he's coming home to visit telling us like, I can't believe they can't do anything. And I'm reading the subreddit getting the exact same vibe, same vibe. A lot of whining going on. A lot of whining going on. For a bunch of children who are in one of the most beautiful places in the world, attending one of the best universities, I think, in my opinion, on, on this side of the country for sure. So what's the problem? Um, and they find lots of things to whine about, and they're always sad, and they're always hungry and whiny, and blah, 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 blah. They don't know what to do when they get sick. They don't know how to follow simple freaking syllabus instructions. Like, I was blown away by the questions on, on the subreddit. And he was as well in real life. So this is what I told my friend. That's what happens. That. That's what happens. That's what happens to privileged children who are loved too much. And I am very capable of doing so. And in this recent development of Summer of Independence, I have had to notice I need to be kind of told what to do and guided by my husband and other children in the house because there's one child in particular in this house that I have the ability to suffocate to death and allow to become a, a vicious monster. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I wish that wasn't true. But I'm just so weak for the games of this one. I don't know. Anyway. I'm like, not my baby. My baby's good. <laughs> so they got to kind of intervene because that's what happens. And so, yes, 
is there a real is there a real problem with allowing your children to be left alone with somebody? Hell yeah, but guess what? You're also totally allowed to be weird about it. And anyone who won't let you be weird about it is a fucking creep. So be weird about it. Be openly weird about it. I don't, I wanna make sure that my kids are safe from this. I wanna make sure that this is not, whatever. Always be open with it because when you have secrets in hiding, that's where, that's where bad people get in, man. I swear to God. Anyways, but that's a whole nother episode. Um, but when you have these conversations and you're open and honest with everyone, and again, you are absolutely allowed to interview everyone, to be picky about who you allow to have your kids, etc. I don't care. Yeah, girl. Or wait until they're a certain age like I would. I mean, honestly, that's what I would do. And, but some, but I don't have a job. Like some people have to work. Both parents work. That's a real realization that a lot of people don't uh, understand too so like if you have no choice you are absolutely allowed to interview as many places as you want and be as picky as you want um and don't be afraid to ask other moms that are in other kids classes and and other stuff because a lot of us are just sitting around here and we love playing barbies okay so just ask (laughs) um but i do agree that you are allowed to um to wait until you can have these conversations with your kid if you want. And I agree that you're allowed to ask as many questions as you want. And again, uh, be as open about it as you can be. So, do you have to get a part-time job? No, girl! But you do have to, like, make a coffee date every Wednesday with somebody. You do need to get back on doing your books, Katie. Because you've been slacking, girl. You know, stuff like that. Do you have to take yourself seriously and start? Yeah, yes. Do you need your nails done every single day to feel like the queen of the earth? Then get those bitches done. Do it. Make the appointment on the books. Nobody can take it from you. Don't allow any give on it whatsoever. Pretend it is someone's funeral that you love. You are not giving up that alone time. Um, And you will see a massive change. Because what is this podcast about? How to play and have fun. You are no fun. When you are overtired, overdrained, and have no identity. You're not fun. You're not fun to be around even for yourself. We all know this. We've all been in this dark pit. It's hard to tell us when we're in it. (laughs) Super hard for me to get my ass out of the dark cave when it's in the dark cave. So please, I'm not making light of it. But you have to stand up. And take it for yourself because when you do, you feel cute, you feel funny, you feel adventurous. All of the things that you are able to be when you're full and when you give it to all of them. (laughs) Sorry, I burped. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But when you're able to give it to them, you're able to be there for them um, how you want to be. So, yes, independence. Do it yourself. Now, uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes. Okay, so my next bullet point that ties into this independence road. And a true story, and I'm going to kind of run through it kind of quick because I don't know if I've told it before. I kind of feel like I have, so I don't want anybody uh, bored. But I go to a meeting about Magnus's special needs. Okay. The teacher had run some tests or questions or whatever by Magnus to establish his abilities. I had done the exact same thing at home. Then we come to this meeting together with her, me, and two other people. And (laughs) 
they had made a freaking chart, like a bullet chart, a graph. I think it's a graph. Is it a graph? Yeah, it's a graph. Excuse me. Dying of thirst. They made a graphic and she had put his abilities so much higher than I did. I had underestimated him at every single bullet point. And to see them posted up like that was so shocking. And I kind of interrupted the meeting a little and I was like, I'm sorry, is it always like this? And they giggled and they were like, yes, like, yes, the parents always underestimate the abilities of the child. Almost always to a point where the professionals on the matter are giggling when I bring it up because that's us, y'all. We be doing that. I do do that. I do do that. I, I do. I do do that all the fucking time. I do that all the fucking time. And so I knew at that moment that he had to go to school because up until this meeting, his teacher had been saying, have you, have you, um, signed him up for preschool? Have you signed him up for preschool? Have you signed him up? And I was like, no, I don't want to. I want to keep him. He's little. He needs more. I love him. And she just kept on, okay, well, like preschool deadline is whatever. <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. Um, and then we're at this meeting, so imagine how dumb I feel. Because I underestimated the hell out of that child. So much so that it would have literally held him back. I would have done that. That would have been on me all by myself. Just because I was like, he's a little baby. He can't. Um, not only can he, he excels at school. Doing fucking great. And the difference was that... In my, in, in my opinion, the difference was that Head Start program. The savior for him was that I, was in, I allowed him to do things without me and go to preschool at like, he was like, he was like two and a half, almost three. And they had him in there in like pull-ups and diapers and stuff. They don't care. They were like, mm -mm, let's get him in, let's get him in, let's get him in, let's get him in, let's get him in. And it was the best thing anybody could have ever done. He loves being part of a classroom, a group, a team. He loves in, including others. He's kind. So all of the... <laughs> I try to teach how to be kind, but I'm going to be honest with you. I just yelled at the neighbor across the street, don't ever fucking touch my shit like that again. So <laughs> it's not always preschool friendly. <laughs> and also... Don't fucking touch people's shit without asking. Rude. God dang. Anyway, so <laughs> it's not a preschool friendly place. And it's nice that they are with other adults who are patient with them because they're not overtired because they went home. Uh, and if they are overtired, I get it, girl. It's hard as shit out there. Be nice to them. Buy them gift cards for coffee. Um... Or if they're subpar, get a new one. For real. Hold people accountable. Um, anyway. <laughs> but if you can see they're just nice and trying, leave them alone. It's hard. Uh, summer of independence. So it's us holding them back. It's me. Like, when they get home, I don't even put, like, that much pressure on them. Because I'm like, they had a hard day at school. But I know for a damn fact other people's kids are doing, like, three different kinds of gymnastics and all this other shit. And um, so I know they're capable. And also, 
Sidebar, I don't want to do any of that shit right now. I'm waiting as long as possible for extracurricular activities because right now we're in a perfect sweet spot where no one has them. And I'm not trying to tell that kid about, like, team sports yet. Fuck that. (laughs) So, no. Anyway, so. (laughs) They're capable of doing All of these things, they're capable of doing so much and we hold them back is my point. So when you are at work, when you are out at coffee with um, your neighbor or the lady from church or your best friend or whoever or the another mom that you want to get to know better, whatever you're doing, leave the kids at home. Is your partner maybe an idiot? I don't know. Maybe you're a control freak (laughs) and that sucks. Because you have to let them all fail. Because we can't learn unless we fail. Like, you can't... Again, you can't just warn someone about danger all the time. They have to kind of feel it. They have to kind of be scared to understand that it's scary. Um, Obviously, we don't want to let them, like, go on the road or die in the swimming pool. But I'm just saying... You do need to kind of feel things for yourself. You can't experience things secondhand. You need to be independent. You need to make those mistakes or you'll never figure out... How to correct it. So, the only time they're allowed to make those mistakes is without you. Um, And that is like the really hard, terrible, terrible truth. Because you're always like, don't do that. Oh, we don't say that. Or you're always embarrassed. Oh, no, don't do that. Or, you know, whatever. Um, Or speak up for them. They're tired. They're not, whatever. And we can't do that. (laughs) It's so hard not to. So... Um, that's who we are. It's whatever. That's what they get when they're at home with us. Fuck them, baby. That's on them. Hey, we all had parents. You have to deal with it too. I'm in charge. So you get to kind of do those things. But at the same time, when they're not with you, so like, let's pretend they're not with you and your kid thinks they're cool as shit and they say something stupid they saw on YouTube or whatever. Another kid without another adult around will not hesitate to be like, Ew, that's rude as hell. Or Okay, well, little shit kids like me that cuss. (laughs) But like, you know, ew, that's rude. We don't want to play with people who say that. And then now your child just did the thing. They just did the thing. They saw something they thought was cool. They tried it on in real life. Real life shut that shit down because in real life it's kind of dumb. Now they know. Okay. It's not as cool as I thought it was. Like, I don't want to be the person nobody likes. I don't want to be the person who's uncool. Society thinks this is uncool. Mm, Better stay away from it. But if you said, oh, you, this is unacceptable. We don't do this. And you just shut it down. Well, first of all, to me, now you just made it cool as fuck. Now I want to see it. Why? Why? Let me touch it. Why? Why? Um, Because you just made it awesome. You just totally shut it down. You are the opposite of cool. You are a parent. What do you know? God. So when you put your seal of approval on it or disapproval on it, you're making hard stances. And your child, naturally, because that's how our little monkey brains work, want to be independent. They want to be and and big like you. They want to be like you. Big, independent, and just like you. They want you to think they're big, independent, and cool on top of all of that. So they're trying to emulate who you are. They're 
also trying to fight for this independence. So it's this tug of war constantly. It's awful. It's so uncomfortable. And if any of you out there know what I'm talking about. uh, And it's, again, another reason we have to take that time to fill our cup. Because it is, in fact, fucking exhausting and draining. So, again, independence. Do it yourself. Schedule something for you today. I don't care if it's six weeks from now. Like, okay, for example, today I was watching... This is literally my first time on the scene reporting today. First time doing something for myself and demanding something. And I'm watching some kind of Shark Week or whatever. And they were like, oh. And it's in this local area by us. They're like, every year there's like hundreds of these sharks that come. And you can snorkel with them. And I'm like, bitch bet. So I've been looking at this for like three months. Like, oh my god, I want to do this. Oh my god, I want to do this. Never do it. So then on this, the, on National Geographic today, when I was watching it, it pops up again. And I feel shame, anger, resentment, irritation, all these other things. But guess what? I could have done it this whole time. So I've opened up my phone and I was like, okay, what am I doing Monday? And then it looked like my husband was doing something who's currently retired right now. So I was like, fine, I won't do it on that day because I want him to come with me. And so I was like, fine, the next day, that's what we're doing it. You, me, Tuesday, boom, done. Don't even fucking plan anything else. Because <laughs> that's what you have to do. And I'm going to get what I want. And then I'll be like, ah, guys, oh my God, did you have a fun day at school? I had a great day outside today in nature. It was awesome. And then we have things to talk about. Now I'm a person. Now I feel filled. Now I'm there for them. Now I want to hear about school and their adventures. Um, so do get the part-time job do volunteer do go stand on the beach and tape off sea lions and yell at tourists get back that's a volunteer position i saw in hawaii that was very cool um do whatever you want so whatever you comes up on the tv that makes you feel guilty like every single time i see someone cleaning trash i feel like a piece of shit because i want to just go around the world and clean up all the garbage i see but do i well kind of i mean i pick it up on my walks and shit but (laughs) But every time it comes up, I feel guilty. So if that's something that you're... Obviously, it's something I think I should be doing more of. So make time for those things for yourself. Because again, you feel like you're making a difference somewhere else. For you. Not for them. For you. So. um, And then, again, it all comes back to... They've been alone now. Made mistakes. Had a whole identity day to share with you. You've been alone all day, made some mistakes, have a whole identity to share with them. Um, And now everyone feels like an individual part of a Venn diagram that like comes together in a happy way every day to kind of go over their morals and their beliefs and the way that they believe things should be run and kind of support each other. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Um, Anyway, that's what I've been trying to do. God dang it. (laughs) So, So... If we always attach ourselves to their bubble and follow them around, they will literally be stunted in that department. They will not trust themselves when they make decisions. And then when someone pushes their boundaries, they will allow it because they don't trust themselves because they haven't gotten this independence, this self-worth that comes from being independent and overcoming life's shitty obstacles. That's what makes you feel stronger and stronger every day. Um... 
and as a grown-up, I I can say that, yeah, that's 100% true. I look back all the time and be like, I could do this. I did that other shit, and that was way harder than this. Move, bitches! So, <laughs> we all need that independent time. And when we get it, uh, this crazy thing happens where we can lighten the fuck up and play when we take them to the pool and play when we're at the park and chill on the couch and laugh. Because we have things to add to the conversation. We're not just constantly trying to tweak the family. Like they're our little dollhouse set. Which. <laughs> oh, it's so deep in my DNA. Oh I just want to home it so bad. And set it up. And tell it what to do. But we can't. We're here to help facilitate their decisions. So what's best for them. Uh, today I had to stop on the way to school as an example of what I think that is. Um, I had to stop today and explain to my son that being tired is okay. And like being grumpy is okay. Like, nope, it's fine. Like you don't have to keep pretending that you're perfect. It's okay. It's okay to be like, I hate this, but I'm still going to do it. And you you still have to do it. Um, and you still are not allowed to be rude to anyone or ignore anyone or anything like that. So no matter how you're feeling, you still should respect other people. Um, but it is okay to be clear and say, I don't really feel like it today. I am kind of tired. Um, you're a human being and you're allowed to be kind of tired. It's hard to get started again. Um, so I am going to let you go. I'm going to let you go with like some play backyard summer tips, um, that I have found. So someone gave me a 55 gallon fish tank and so I know this is something a lot of us have at our house that are just, just trash and we haven't thrown it away yet whether it's like a little fish tank a big fish tank or something from some kind of animal that didn't make it or we no longer have um <clears throat> 10 out of 10 for toy I put it in the backyard I fill it up we have done countless activities with it I've changed the color of the water we've done the sink or float game um I put a solar sprinkler in there so that it would kind of spray. He's done measuring cup, fake cooking. We used window crayons on the outside of the aquarium. You could also use dry erase markers. I just happened to have some window crayons from like this other house where we had a huge glass door. Um, but you could use dry erase markers um, or even uh, honestly paint, whatever you want. It really doesn't matter as long as it'll wash off. Um, and they loved that. Um, Magnus spent half the time just submerging his head down and looking around. Um, so just countless activities with that. So um, if that is, I just wanted to let you know, that is an awesome, fun, super fun thing to play with. If it is taking up room in your house and you just haven't taken it to the dump yet, let them fill it up and play with it. It was like so freaking fun. Like, to the point where I thought about, okay, Keith said no, but I thought about going to, like, a seafood place and saving a lobster and having it, but it got to the point where now I don't know if they could live without playing with that um, aquarium. It's been so fun. So, just a little pro tip, play with it, let them play with it, and guess what? You get to sit on your ass while they play with it, which is my favorite, that's my favorite way to play, is sitting down in the shade under an umbrella. Okay. I love you. It's hard out there for a pimp. Summer of independence. Do it yourself. If you have any questions, if you have a topic that you're interested in, because yes, uh, 
if you just want to talk to me, I'm bored too. Hit me up. Surprisingly available. Uneducatedhousewife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram. Uneducatedhousewife at Instagram. Uh, or you can buy my books from Katrina Gerke on Amazon. All you got to do is put my name in on Amazon. Um, do I have a fully finished book that I just haven't put together? <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, no excuses on that. Just, yeah, it's hard out there for a mom. It's hard out there for any parent. It's hard out there to be a caregiver. So, please be easy on yourself. It's very difficult to do it in a kind way. Um, it's it's hard to brush your teeth some days. So, lowered expectations. You're kick-ass for listening. You're kick-ass for caring. I love you. Hit me up if you need me. Bye.